The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today, 1980, Episode 5, Nobody Sees Me. In this episode, we will cover the month of August. City on August 4th, engineer and producer Jack Douglas arranges with the selected musicians pre-production rehearsals for the songs they're going to record. Here, Jack Douglas recalls. The band didn't know whose record they were making when we were rehearsing. He, you know, had the cassettes with the songs on them. The band didn't know because it had to be a secret. And so, uh, I arranged and charted all the songs. I would go to rehearsal with the band. At rehearsals, they would read the charts. I would sing. They didn't know whose record it was. Uh, some had s- suspicions, but you know, John had been gone for a long time. I called the last rehearsal. The last rehearsal was going to be at the Dakota, a dry rehearsal, and it was the night before going into the studio. And I told everyone in the band to meet at the corner of 72nd and Central Park West. A lot of guys, that were suspicions confirmed. And we went up to Dakota and we dry rehearsed. Uh, this way no one would be nervous the next day. Same rules apply. Less tight and sweet. Jack, wasn't there a solo break on the tape? Have you got it written in, the machi- in your sheets? Have you got it, where have you got it written? After what? Huey had worked with, and Huey was also in Wings. And uh, John said to Huey, he said, oh, hi, Huey, uh, glad you're on the record with us. And he said, you know that, that work you did with Paul? Huey said, yeah. He said, well, that was just a rehearsal for me. Yeah, it's too late there, you see. It, you see, we've got one, two, three, four verses, so we better stick it in. 
we went every over everything dry uh, that night in 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 uh, up in the Dakota. And as we were leaving the Dakota that night, at at the doorway, in and out of the the apartment, there was a Fender Rhodes piano and a cassette recorder, so that right. if John had an idea when he came in the apartment, he could sit down and play and record it, or before he was leaving, oh, I got a, I got an idea. So as we were leaving, I, the last people out the door, Tony Levin, uh, Yui and myself, he stopped us and he said, I want you to hear one other song that I've been fiddling with that you don't have, no one has. played a starting over on Fender Roads. And I said, oh, it's a, you know, a hit, I think. And I think uh, we'll just record that first. We'll work it up in, in the studio and, and uh, get the track done. You know, everyone's going to fall right in with that one. So, so we did the next day. We got the track up. The next day, August 7th, John and Yoko emerged from their New York City apartment around 1.30 p.m. As they walked out onto the sidewalk hand in hand, Beatles fan Paul Gorish, invited by John as he promised, was there to capture the moment on film. Paul gets a shot. Yeah. And John turns and he spots me and he says, Paul, you made it. And he says, you know, I'm glad. Well, now you can take your picture. And it was funny because like in the sequence of photos that I took, he's looking at me instead of the guy that they were actually paying. Paul was astonished when this picture was chosen to grace the jacket cover of Lennon's hit single, Watching the Wheels. When that record came out, I was so proud of it because there's only five names on the record. You know, there's John's name, Yoko's name, the producer of the record, the owner of the record company and my name. Then the couple ducked into a waiting limo to take them away to the hit factory located at 237 West 54th Street for their first recording session in five years. Well, let's head down to the hit factory and check in with John Yoko, their producer, and the Double Fantasy Band. Here's Elliot Mintz to describe the first session. It was unlike previous John and Yoko sessions that I had attended. It was so different in many ways. I remember that Yoko had uh, plants and flowers brought into the studio. She set up a little relaxation room with easy chairs, and there was a kitchen stocked with health snacks. Uh, she even had somebody working full-time to serve tea to the musicians and visitors who came to the sessions. There were sunflower seeds and raisins in little bowls in front of each musician. I remember that there was no booze, no drugs allowed during the recording sessions. And in the control room was a picture of Sean taped up above a TV monitor. It was a photo that John and Yoko saw every day as they worked in that studio along with producer Jack Douglas and his team of engineers, which included Lee DiCarlo, John Smith, James Ball, and Julie Last. Douglas also assembled most of the double fantasy musicians. The basic lineup includes guitarist Hugh McCracken, who played on John and Yoko's Happy Christmas War Is Over single in late 1971. McCracken also worked with Paul McCartney and Paul Simon. Guitarist Earl Slick, a heavy guitar specialist who'd played on fame with John and David Bowie in 1975, Slick would later record solo and replace Stevie Ray Vaughan in Bowie's touring band. 
Earl Slick recalls seeing Lennon alone in the studio before the first session began. The day that I met John for the, what I think was the first time, he thinks it was 1975, I think it was in 1980. I got to the studio quite early, not that I was excited, but it was the first day, and I got there a couple hours early. He was there by himself in the studio at Hit Factory, and I went out, introduced myself, and he says, nice to see you again. I said, really? Have we met? And he says, do you remember that record that David Bowie did? And we would, I said, yeah, I played on the record, and yeah, we did Fame, and we did this, and, and I'm just kind of looking at him, and he's looking at me, and I said, you know, I think... I would remember this, <laughs> so I think I might be right. I don't know. Now, what would you play on something like that, you naughty little guitarist, you? Keyboardist George Small, who later worked with Yoko in her season of Glass LP, and with Graham Parker in The Rumor. Bassist Tony Levin, who toured and recorded with people like Ringo, Alice Cooper, Lou Reed, Paul Simon, Peter Gabriel, and King Crimson. Tony, could you lean in by your amp and put a little more bottom on? Just to hear more, uh, yeah, okay, fine. A little too pointy. Percussionist Arthur Jenkins, who was there for a lot of the Double Fantasy basic tracks, had worked with John and Walls and Bridges. He's also a keyboardist arranger of major repute. Could I just uh, hear some drums, please? Oh. Drummer Andy Newmark in his first sessions with John. Good. And of course... On lead vocals and rhythm guitar, John Lennon, who's moved from the control room to join the band out in the big room in front of the glass. He's just played everyone his Bermuda demo of starting over, and the musicians are about to attempt an initial run-through. But the first thing to figure out is how they all come in after John's vocal intro. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. That's the overdub. Yeah, yeah. I have to go somewhere alone. It's been so... We'll have to, I'll have to say alone. You don't have to. Yeah, I do. Like I just did Somewhat. Yeah, but then I don't. Uh, yeah, but then I have to go. Well, alone. Then I have to start singing. Well, it's been so long. It's like that, you see. Well, maybe, maybe. I don't know. No, I, you just did Somewhere alone. Well, it's been so long. Yeah, you can get your bubble on alone, you see. Somewhere alone. Bum, bum. Right. Uh, can you give me less than that? Can you just give me babum? Yeah. Let's just come smashing in there. Try it. Somewhere alone. Next, John works with McCracken on tightening up his rhythm guitar part. If you've got your lick, if you can give me an emphasis on the backbeat as well. Yeah, but not, don't let it ring, you know. I only like ringing from, you know, ringing guitars, but for rhythm, I just like... Yeah, almost no notes, you know what I mean? That's it. But it's hard to do, but... Right? Okay, hey, Tony, will you pass me that music center? Oh, that's lovely bass. I love it. They didn't have that those days. That's the only thing they didn't have was a good bass. I'm not. There's, there's enough room for both, you know? I mean, there's a lot of did 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 in this. You can go in. Yeah, I love that. What's well, beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, are you all on the phones? Hugh, get on the phones and you wouldn't play so f***ing loud. I can't hear, I don't have my phones on. Ah, oh, that's true. Well, once the headphones are squared away, John's back in the vocal booth getting ready to sing the band through the first take with tape rolling. This is how you'd hear it if you were in the booth with John. It's been so long since we've been apart. My feet are hurting and I've started far. It's easy. Okay, let's just try it, okay? We're rolling. Okay. This one's for Gene and Eddie and Elvis. And Buddy. Our life together is so precious. Together we have grown. We have grown. Although our love is still special. Let's take a chance and fly away somewhere alone.
Okay, quit. Listen, okay. We'll have to listen to that. I couldn't do it twice. Went up this morning Blues around my head No need to ask the reason why Okay, start again. See, he's playing it different. I got it. You got it. Yeah. You got it now, right? Okay. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Over the next several days, the musicians, along with John and Yoko, rehearsed two to three songs per day. It became a marathon of energy. Woke up this morning, blues around my head. No need to ask the reason why. Went to the kitchen and lit a cigarette. Blew my worries to the sky. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. What, what? Stop, 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 stop. What? Somebody's talking. Somebody's talking. Yeah, uh, the tuning is really screwy. Oh, it is? Maybe. Yeah. We shouldn't go any further. Let's hear, let's hear C. That sounds all right, doesn't it? Yeah, you're in tune, but oh. with the three guitars, there's... Uh... Yes, mother. They're getting the message now. Yes, they are. You should... They can wipe me out after. Look, I want to hear the. Okay, I'll keep out on the choruses. Will you check it against the arpeggios? More bass in the phones, please. One, two, one, two, three, four. My mama told me, put your pants on when you go out. Woke up, hold on, hold on, slick is slack. What? Well, it's not me, because I ain't playing. That's slick, it's you. Oh. Just tune to get the nose off of Yui. Where's Fred? Give me a fix, Fred. I'll kill you when you get here, you bastard. Give me a black one of that stuff that's in the room. Just give me a black coffee. I don't want to take orders. Just bring it in. It's now or never. Come hold my peace. Just give me a black coffee from the other room. It's in the room. Just bring it and ask them what they want. Quick. I'll get that, so let Toshi take the order. Anybody want coffee? Black? No, what? No, who wants it? Hands up. One, two... Two, three, including me. Milk. Oh, let's do dinner after we got a take. This will be come. I'm stepping down in a minute. Oh, by the way, there was no no voice for half of it, and now there's no echo on the voice, which I do like because it makes me feel like Gene Vincent. Thank you. Papa Lula, a bim bamboo. 
know that's a little Richard, but one of them, Bop Bop Luba. I don't know if I'll get through a whole one because I'm getting cramps now on the begin the begin actually. After some coffee, John and the band do a full take with a faster tempo.
okay, okay, okay. Two things, more voice so that I don't have to break my balls. And my, my, hold on, hold on. After the, when you get to the. That's when it's quickening up, after we've done the. If it don't feel right. After all, it's just going, please, so screw. And then everybody's coming. Oh, 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 stepping out. You see, so just hold, you know, play. I don't know how, I don't know whether he's leading us or we're leading them, but we're, that's where we're losing it. What if I left that lick out? I'm doing that guy. Now that's fine, but just lay back, you know. He's only stepping out, he's not rushing. Let's not change everything now, or we'll never get it. It's no good stopping like this and then trying to do another take. There's no way you can get the feel again. We have to go through the whole damn song again. Let's just do it. Because, uh, you know, if we don't do it right away, the whole, the room changes. Okay. Are we on? Rolling. One, two, one, two, three, four. This is a story about a husband, a house husband of that, who had to just get out of the house for a change. He'd been with the baby for days and days. He'd seen Sesame Street and Zoom and all them little TV shows. Woke up this morning. Blues around my head. August 8th at the Hit Factory in New York City. Okay, well, whoever's here, let's play it then. And if they're not good, we'll take it without them. Okay, okay, let's do it. Sorry, I can't even see you from here. It's crazy. Okay. Leave four bars and I'll come in or just play till I come in, whatever. John, Sean wants to say goodnight, but I, I'll say... I'll say goodnight for him. I'm a little busy. I'll put the phone up to the speakers and play okay, it back to him. It's a, what time is it? Okay. Should be in bed already. <laughs> Five I after. Goodnight, Sean. See you in the morning. Goodnight, Sean. I love you. Sweet dreams. See you for breakfast. Too, okay? Well, I hope he does. I hope I'm the only daddy's got. Rolling on one. Okay. On one, two, three, four. But everybody's talking, and no one says a word. Everybody's making love, and no one really cares. There's Nazis in the bathroom, just below the stairs. Something happening, nothing going on. Always something cooking, nothing in the pot. They're starving back in China, so finish what you got. Captain do Hey now everybody's flying and no one leaves the ground everybody's crying no one makes a sound 
There's a place for us in movies. You just gotta lay around. See the sky. There's UFOs over New York, and I ain't too surprised. Into the middle. John and the band's attention then centered on Yoko's track. to do it and then I suddenly looked and all these engineers were looking you know oh, I can't do that so I said well turn off all the lights and put the screen so that they put the screen around me Next day, August 9th at 2 p.m., 
The session began with the tracking of one of Yoko's songs. No one can see you like I do. Shorten the vert of the choruses for them. Okay, make me After five days at the Hit Factory in New York, John and Yoko take a break from the Double Fantasy Sessions on August 10th. While John and Yoko took time off from recording in New York, over in North Hollywood, California on August 11th at the Devonshire Sound Studios, Ringo resumes his recording sessions for his proposed LP, You Can't Fight Lightning. At this session, the band comes courtesy of Stephen Stills, with Mike Finnegan on piano and Hammond organ. I've always seen popular American music as being just a great big beautiful thing and not so much, you know, little segments and sections of, no, that's this and this has to be that. Mike Sturgis on rhythm guitar, Joe Lala on percussion, Trey Thompson on bass, Ringo Starr on drums and lead vocals, and Stephen Stills on lead guitar. I love to stand in front of a bunch of people and play rock and roll guitar real loud.
Stephen Stills is interviewed about the band. Joe has been with me since 1971. And he just suddenly appeared. He just seems to materialize every time I'm doing, doing the project. <laughs> Latin music is very important and in, indigenous in, 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 in to my music. And uh, it's kind of in my, in my soul, if you will. And he makes it clear to the listener. Trey Thompson, uh, he's our school musician. He went to conservatory out at USC, and he reads and writes and plays cello and embarrasses us, you know, because of how, how much he knows. Michael Sturgis is our rookie, and had to have, we needed somebody who could uh, play the guitar and sing. He does both extraordinarily well, and we're just getting into his material. And on keyboards, there's Michael Finnegan. Well, he's such a wonderful singer. I mean, my God, you know, this is a side man. Come on, he's he's great. Stills and Mike Sturgis wrote a song for Ringo. Mike Finnegan sang the guide vocal, then Ringo re-recorded his own in a nice way.
Flashing over to New York City at the Hit Factory on August 12th, the second week of the John and Yoko sessions began with a PR statement from the couple announcing their comeback. It also included the theme of their next album being the exploration of sexual fantasies between men and women. Although their statement echoed recordings of a mature love affair, the sessions are about to change direction. Producer Jack Douglas today presents the Lennons with two guest musicians that will add a harder edge to the recordings. Here producer Jack Douglas with Cheap Tricks lead guitarist Rick Nilsson explain how they got together with John and Yoko. I told John it would be nice to record these two tracks, I'm Losing You and Moving On, which seemed to be harder rock with uh, these other guys. He didn't know really who Cheap Trick was. They were down with, in Montserrat with George and Martin. So I was able to call George down in Montserrat. And Jack wanted, I guess, a little more ballsy sound for John's record. So he gave us a call to ask if we could do it. So Bunny and Rick came up. I flew to New York. It was Bunny and myself. And uh, I brought some guitars. And I was setting up at the, at the Hit Factory. And all of a sudden, in the door comes John and Yoko. And John looked at me and he says, it's you, it's you. I think he thought it was going to be, you know, Ricky Nelson, you know, Ozzy and Harriet's kid. He recognized Rick and he realized who they were. I called him John and Bunny called him Mr. Lennon. Okay. We're rolling. Okay, you st- somebody counted in. Let's go.
Play what you're what you're doing. It sounds terrific. And he went in the booth, and this is a quote from Money. Money said that John looked at him and said, "God, I wish I had Rick on uh, cold turkey." He said, clapped and choked up.
recorded those tracks and we had a great time and the whole lick of that came up it was a jam between those two guys so you had tony levin on bass and bunny on drums and we recorded the both tracks and it was really a lot of fun to do i said rick you gotta check this out and when i went out and i showed him the the rick and he picked it up and I saw tears come to his eyes. He pulled out this Rickenbacker, and on the Rickenbacker was the set list from Shea Stadium. It was scotch taped to the side of the Rickenbacker. How cool is that? And later he went out and took pictures, did a few measurements. I'm a guitar guy, so it's like I was looking at his guitars, and I was playing a certain guitar. It was a Fender Telecaster with a string bender on it, but uh, he'd never seen one. So I said, well, we're leaving for Japan the next day. So if you want, here, just take mine. You know, I've got other guitars. About two weeks after they had left, maybe three weeks, a package came to the studio, and it was a gift from Rick Nielsen. And he had Hamer uh, guitars, which he was a big customer of, reproduce that guitar as a Hamer in all white. Everything on it was white. It was abs- It was stunning except for John's signature, which he copied off of the check that John gave him for playing on the session, but he never cashed, I think $1,000. But he copied the signature off of it, and that was in Red Mother Pearl. Everything else was white. After Rick and Bunny left the studio, the band reassembled to work on John's song, Beautiful Boy. What, the harmonizer? Yeah. 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 Chocolate donuts? Who put all this in here? That was <laughs> <fast> last night. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you were sick. 
Discussions did come up surrounding the two tracks they just recorded with Rick and Bunny, and the final consensus was to re-record them using the original band. Why did we didn't use cheap trick versions? We were listening to them, and they were really good. There was no denying it. Uh, sometimes Yoko could inject a bit of realism that John and I would, we were rock and rollers in that sense. Um, but she was a realist, and she said, this is going to fit on this record. This record is a, is a play. And all of a sudden, it changes you know, radically in, in the sound. And we were both ready to defend that. But we looked at each other and said, you know, you're right. Uh, it is a departure. It maybe it doesn't line up with everything else. Work continues for the rest of the week at the Hit Factory. To put the triplets on the Roy Orbison bit going from the A to the G. Just make a mental note or a note. You know. I think it might oh, go see. through the G, but anyway, just a hint of it. Or it either goes there or before the last okay, repeat chorus. Another beer, please. Okay. Okay. There goes my baby. No more sorrow, but that the chance you gotta take if you're. It's a funny buzz, put it on a separate track, might be great.
cancel the deli. They all want sushi. Just order enough raw fish and egg for everyone. Arthur. Because the one thing about the fish is you don't get full and heavy and you can still you can still work when you've eaten that stuff. You know, otherwise you want to go to bed, you know. So these are the guys that are going to say go. What key do you keep playing that thing in? Somebody... Oh, E, well, my God. Too high. My Lord, don't bring me presents. She don't know where it says it. Come on, get out of to get to the 50s get out of here i don't go back to the 60s i come from the 50s my love don't find me present oh no she don't find me present only ever has to give me all the love and booze and figs and my love don't buy People tell me that she's only two. Yeah? No. If you want to do more, do more. I know what I look like. Like a fucking bird. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. 
People say I'm crazy Doing what I'm doing Well, they give me all kinds of warnings Design from ruin Well, they're looking and I'm okay And they're looking me kind of strange Surely you're not happy, boy, you no longer play the game. Oh, sorry, yes. Da-da-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop
the consciousness Just remove the door from in me And give me that which I had lost Revolutions that keep you back down in the lower world In mirrors of understanding they need cleansing Polish away the dust of desire Before pure light will reflect in them You need someone to show you Let the meaning consciousness Remove the dark from me of the month of August and into September, back in New York, John and Yoko continue their work on the Double Fantasy Project. Let us have some fun! No! I am he is you are he is we are thee and you are all together. Boo, 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 boo. See how they run like pigs in a... I mean, the whole f***ing thing was that. Don't look at me like that, Arthur. Dun, 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 dun. I want Elvis Vincent, you know what I mean? Oh, how love. Good, it's good Still special. Oh, hello, hello. Just give me that raw fish. If the banging brothers, you can just, you'll have to kill it. Okay, who's got the rhythm? Now I am old. Okay, we probably got a good one there, but you know, it's, it's crazy to have that speed up crap, you know, at our age. <laughs> In the town in the village on a da-da-da. One sec, two sec, three sec, four sec. I'm in local 802, I don't move mics. Yeah. You want it? Well, what do you want? Oh, you don't want better. I see it's better. Oh, I didn't understand it was better. All right, all right. Jimmy Nichols, the stand in for Ringo in Australia, kept saying when I'd ask him something, he said, it's getting better all the time. That's where we go with the better. <laughs> All right, another memory lane from Jocko Flynn. Okay, let's uh, lighten up a bit, you know, and let's not be so German about this. Okay, hail Selassie, here we come. <laughs> 
Stop playing that fucking... You know, without me and Hugh, and me and Hugh will come in when, it, when we feel like. Oh, well, give me the intro or whatever, you know. Hello, hello. Wait a minute, start together, though, with the bass and, and slick. One, two, three, four... Is that right, Tony? Was that okay? Let's do it again. Was that the right? I came in the right place. Now go back to your childhood, and we didn't have any gadgets, and we just had guitars and amps. So we're on the in the club, and they just want to dance. They don't care what the f it is, as long as it's going. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I bumped the mic a couple of times, and we didn't hear it. Okay, good. We're going to listen back to it, just to make sure. Well, I know where I did some funny things, but we'll see if we get away with it, should okay. we? On August 30th at the Hit Factory, with no recording sessions for John and Yoko booked today, the couple arrive at the studio around 2.45 for playbacks. Unaware that overdubbing is on schedule for the Star Wars film The Empire Strikes Back, John is interviewed by Los Angeles Times reporter Robert Hilburn. So Walrus, I filmed that part too. And they had all these policemen on the top of us. Yellow submarine bombed out, didn't it? Well, it's a great movie. No, but I don't think even was particularly critical of it. Are you kidding? It was ripped to shreds. By critics? Yeah, no, the answer was by everybody that it was because they pe people the kids liked it. Sean loved it. No, all the little children loved it. Did the reaction to Hard Day's Night surprise you? I mean, it got such a good review. Oh, no, those days they expected everybody to fall over. When did you do Imagine? Oh, how did, did the reaction to the first album affect you at all? I mean, did you want to do yeah, anything different? Well, that was, that was sort of after Imagine was more of a success. And then I got a bit bitter saying, well, it's just the mother with chocolate on me, couldn't take it. Pure. Bob, can you let John in there to fetch it? Also, I felt like making it like that. That's why I didn't want to open but, yeah, my mind games, it was just, you were talking earlier today about the, that that was, it was hard for you to... Because then I was in confusion, you know, I mean, Jesus. But did you know it at the time? Or did you have to back oh, I knew later? I was confused, all right, because every time I tried to clear it, I, it wasn't coming out clear. It was like, rewrite, rewrite, rewrite. What did you think at that time? That, you know, might, might I just wait and wait another year? Oh, I never dreamt of waiting, no. But you, you, you always felt you had to have It's like being on stage and thinking, well, it's not a good night, I better stop. You know, you can't do that. You just do it anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So what was the feeling of that? You see, this, um, the, the mind game single is fine. There's just no energy to sustain through the album, and there's, there was no clarity of vision. Mm -hmm. There's a few pieces, all right, but as a, as a whole piece, there's no clarity. And the guy is there on the front with a little bag, and she's the mountain, and the whole thing says it. The cover says more than the record to me. Well, so when you finished that record, did you, it was, in a sense, not up to what okay. you'd done the first few times. And then there's something in New York was a kind of an extra project. When you when you finished with uh, Walls and Bridges, did you know you were going to take a break then? Or you... No idea. I always played the... The one before, just before I go in again. Like I played Walls and Bridges just before I came in to see what what state of the art I was at then. 
and uh, uh, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It's just miserable. Because the memory of it when you were doing it. Yeah, yeah, it just brought all the misery back. You keep, you keep it with Paul's albums at all? No, I, I dropped out round about the one where there was a rose in his mouth or Red something. Yeah. But I, I hear the singles. If it's on the radio, I'll hear it. If you stop listening to Paul, I mean, you, you weren't, did it with some sense of competition. But he was putting so, so much stuff. I couldn't keep up with all that tingly, tingly stuff going on on albums, you know, just dribbling on. How about the beginning, though, when you did... Well, uh, I was so full of me, centered then, I didn't give a shit what he did, didn't I? Full of what? Full of me, centered, in other words. So in a sense you weren't so comparing as much as you might There's no comparison for me, because we're... I mean comparing artistically and, art- and comparing sales-wise? Oh, sales-wise, forget it. He, was, he always had more fans than me in the cabin, so there's no comparison on that level. And the other level doesn't... I don't think it counts. I think it's like comparing... I don't know, Magritte and uh, Picasso, if you want to put it on that level or whatever. How can you compare it? You was know? there any sense, did you try to go with songs that were, uh, did you work kind of like, he had a better song than you? When, when we all together? There was competition, no. Yeah, there was always competitiveness between all of us, you know, the space and time. Was there any song where you when you came in that you really were impressed by that that was the real? I mean, if I'm impressed, I'll run away and write one. I'll make one like that. Was there, was there one of Paul's songs that you, you came in with that you thought was like, you were surprised they could write something that well good? Or that no, he never surprised me because it was like, you can be surprised by your brother mm-hmm. from age 15 on. Mm-hmm. Not surprised, but I think, hmm. Is it absolutely boiling in here again? It feels warm. It's the, the lights, lights, isn't it? Yeah. Didn't the lights touch me? Oh, oh, no, it's okay. You no, no, I'm going. Oh, okay, he's going. That's the... Continuing in a moment. Paul McCartney and Wings are back in the studio. John Lennon releases the first single in years. It's John Lennon, just like starting over. And Ringo keeps on recording. on yesterday and today. Poil Pedro, the fisherman, I fish by night and day. Unfortunately, I live in Bristol, far, far away. And there ain't no fish to be caught. No fish to be caught. There ain't no sea. The councils came away from me. I'm Pedro the fisherman with not a fish to fash. I've got the hook and the line, big mac, a big hat, some socks, and a pair of Wellingtons, and a bit of wire. Going to go. 
information or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time. Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts yesterday and today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad (laughs) from his better show than ours. (laughs) Wow. And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the shows. As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? (laughs) Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages, that's facebook.com slash yesterday and today podcast, or facebook.com slash third men, or you could head to society6.com slash Kaminsky family podcast, that's society, the number six, dot com slash K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I family podcasts. Yeah, keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. (laughs) Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we need your help. (laughs) Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Dad. All right. We'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me.